More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Going Green. As always, we appreciate it. A real quick shout out to our sponsor, Triwa. Triwa is a watch company that creates watches made from recycled plastic and deconstructed metal from guns. Uh, they're doing awesome things. They are my favorite watch company. I wear a lot of watches, I collect watches, and I have not taken off my watch from them since I received it. It's amazing. So if you are looking for a cool watch with a good cause uh, or as a gift, check out Triwa, Triwa.com. They are an amazing company. And let's get right back to that amazing content. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Going Green. I am really excited to talk to our guest today, Abdullah Chowdhury, the Chief Innovation Officer at Your Arbor. Uh, these, these guys are doing some amazing stuff. Um, utilizing data for good and uh, building platforms and technology that is going to have a big effect on the everyday consumer's life. Um, I don't want to butcher it too much because I'm sure Abdullah can give us a really great explanation and dive a little bit deeper. So let's just get right to it. Abdullah, first off, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Dylan. Really uh, an honor to be here and talk to your uh, listeners. Um, I'm super excited to share what Arbor does. So let's kind of dive right into it. What does Arbor do? And tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. the background of kind of how it all came together. Yeah. So like in like a brief overview, what Arbor allows you to do is it aligns your purchases with what your values are. And it allows you to discover the impact your shopping and your online browsing can have on the things that you care about. Um, so like to, just to give a little more background on, you know, where we came up with this idea and, you know, why Arbor? Um, so we are all the co-founding team, me and the other co-founders that I have are all engineers or developers. And, um, you know, we've been working in tech for a while. Uh, my background actually is in sustainable research. Um, and you know, that's where I came up, like, you know, like I had been involved with sustainable community in one way or another, not just like on the consumer side of things, but more on the science and research side of things. Um, but then 2020 kind of like, you know, took a turn on all of us in one way or another. Um, we had a services company going on, which is doing pretty good. Um, and, you know, when all of this stuff was happening with pandemic and like, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, we just thought that there were so many causes, important causes going around the world um, that it was so hard for us to pinpoint on one um, that mattered the most. Right. Um, because we felt like this was an individual decision nothing to do with what a government says or what your company says or what your friends are saying, but more like what you deeply care about. And we felt like if we could create a platform where people could go on with their own values and support businesses that practice those values, we could create a new economy, which we are all talking about is like, you know, retriggering that switch in 2020. We have a chance to rethink everything the way we do. And if we can monetize our economy and, uh, you know, incentivize companies the way profits do, but do it for other measures and consumers can get behind it. I feel like we have an opportunity to change what the course can be going forward. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, honestly. And it's cool because you kind of mentioned, you know, for those listening, um, obviously we were recording this kind of mid November where we're sort of still in the, 
the Corona situation, it's kind of calmed down. We're mid election, all this stuff. And, and one mm -hmm. thing that I noticed is, you know, we've all been kind of cooped up inside for the past couple months and it's easy to pop open Amazon and be like, well, why not? I'll make another, another quick purchase without putting any thought into where that's coming from, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, clothes or consumer product. Um, and that, and you know, also the supply and chain management of that entire product to get to your place. Um, that has a huge impact, especially when we're mm -hmm. all doing it so much. Um, so what was like, how, it's, it sounds like it's a lot of different sort of passions and expertise and tools mm -hmm. coming together. What, what's it kind of been like the process of building Arbor? Cause I know you guys have been working on it for a long time and you're really at the cusp of things kind of mm -hmm. getting launched and released. Right. So we spend like majority of our time building the platform. And this is where we start off with is the Arbor browser extension. This is the first tool that comes out of the platform. And there's a lot more, a lot of more exciting stuff to come um, down the road. Um, so I guess like, you know, it's a really good question about how are all these things like we have environment, society, governance, locality, product quality, you know, corruption, business ethics, all of these different things coming to the platform. Um, and what made that happen. Um, so when we first started talking about the idea, what we figured out was that even though me and the other co-founders have literally been so close as partners for a long time at this point, that we thought that we knew everything about each other, but then 2020 kind of put a weird spin on it, right? So it was just like, do you really, really care about this? Or you do you care about this just because you want to be on the right side of history, right? Um, and we figured that for someone like me, um, like I was born in like the world's most third polluted city in the world. That's where I was from. I never even noticed that that was a problem because that was something that I was always surrounded with. Um, and even though being from that part of the world, I never considered environment as the biggest motivation in my life, but more of like the sustainable practices that we can create out of it. Um, cause I was more on the research side of things. And then, you know, Alex, our CEO, he's a, he's a, war refugee like he came to canada as an immigrant um like a, you know as a kid and he had a different aspect of things he cared about he cared about corruption and business ethics and how like you know companies can really devastate what a country can look like and um you know and then the other co-founders were more on the environment side of things ocean pollution was like a big one and then diversity was obviously a big issue for me personally because i'd been like you know traveling all around the world since I was a kid and lived in all these countries, which I thought was a very important subject to me. So we thought, why are, who are, who's, why are, we have no authority to give decisions just based on like specific things, right? We don't want to tell people that they should do A or B or C. We feel like people have a good idea about it, but then if you go out to purchase something, they don't know where to start from. And that's where we spend most of our time was answering that question that, hey, if someone's making a purchase, what are they thinking, right? And this is where we were, we wanted to talk to the consciousness of the consumer. And you know, this is where conscious consumerism comes into play is that we want them to just take a step back and think about what they care about right before they make that purchase so that purchase can trickle down into something that companies incentivize their profits on and they make sure that as consumers, we are putting the best versions of, of ourselves while making these purchases. So in return, companies can actually profit off of these purchases that are good for the economy and also good for the environment and society and governance, whatever those metrics may be, that impact is always going to be positive. That's where, that's where yeah. it came in. Dude, that's awesome, man. Seriously. What I love about kind of your messaging and what you guys do is you're not telling people 
hey, stop buying this, or this is bad. It's just, listen, if you're going to be, you know, making these decisions and making these purchases, just be more wary of kind of what goes into it. Because honestly, you know, like we live in a generally, you know, speaking capitalist society where people mm -hmm. work and they make money and, you know, it's their, their freedom to how they want to spend their money. And honestly, a lot of people don't like being told not to do something. You know, it's like that little kid in a candy store. You don't, someone says, don't touch something. It's like, well, now you told me not to, I kind of want to look. So it's almost, it can have sort of that negative feeling, especially mm -hmm. to someone who isn't actively pursuing living a more environmentally sustainable life. If they don't care and you say, oh, don't buy that. It's bad for the environment. Well, they're like, well, screw it. I'm, I'm hungry and I want to eat this or I'm, mm -hmm. I need a shirt. So I'm going to buy it. I don't care. But if you say, hey, if you're going to buy this anyway, you know, just kind of keep in mind, this is what happened to get here. It can kind of let off that light bulb. Mm -hmm. and say, hold, you know, wow, I didn't know yeah. this is all the impact that went into this. Um, exactly. And I, yeah. yeah. And it, that's really interesting. I, I haven't really seen that kind of happen before. It's just sort of the holding your hand along the way and letting people kind mm -hmm. of learn themselves. Um, and what I also love about it too is, you know, the, the platform technology. I mean, we right now, you know, some of the biggest, most influential, powerful companies on the planet are platforms, whether it's mm -hmm. Amazon or Facebook. And um, the great thing about a platform is it's, it's scalable, you know, which has a, a, some companies take a really long time to scale up. Uh, I think in my opinion, platforms are something right now with the ability to, you know, work on it from online, wherever it's, it's easier to scale up. So what was kind of the, um, the process of like, let's make this a platform technology to get people involved. Yeah. And you, like you picked the two of my favorite topics, honestly, was that we live in capitalist economy and that the second part is where this platform um, idea and execution comes in, right? Um, we do live in a capitalist economy and we benefit off of it, right? Um, and if we think about the purchases and the, uh, the, the cycle that runs the capitalist economy, it's based on consumer uh, wants and needs, right? Businesses will do anything to attend to those needs and wants. We wanted to make a platform that we rightfully think that people do want to advocate for these things and community and companies to, uh, you know, push forward as the right way of doing businesses. Um, and with the execution that we're coming up with here is that we are not doing it in competition to other sustainable companies. Yes, we might be in the sustainable industries, but we are ready to take on other big software companies, other big tech companies and reshape the future that we feel like is the best fit for us going forward um and that's where like you know a software is something that you know we don't need to ship we don't need to like you know work for, with our own customs we don't need to work around a lot of things and it is accessible to everywhere anywhere for free like that is like the founding principle where we started off was that we are not going to charge anyone for these like data services or like you know this big data platform we're not going to charge the everyday consumer but the way we're going to make money is we're going to incentivize good purchases and make sure that we're advocating for the right companies uh, and making money that way. Yeah, that's awesome because, you know, what I think like, again, I'm trying to just picking your brain and stuff and getting some information, but it sounds like you guys are going to take this information and kind of people's um, purchasing in that, that data and say to these businesses, like, Hey, people, want to buy more, you know, sustainable products. So here's kind mm -hmm. of some data to back that up. And here's how you can apply it to your business model. Maybe you're missing out on some opportunities because 
you haven't, you know, thought about this or and not just thought about this, but here's actual data that's proving this is happening. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, in your opinion, do you think this will have more of an impact on the B2B, you know, providing this data and information to businesses and allowing them to make dis- decisions and what they're selling or on the, the consumer side where people are going to read this information and say, oh, wow, like I didn't know that I'm going to change my my ways or a combination of both. Like, where do you see the, the biggest impact coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's a, that's something that would inevitably happen with us working with other businesses. But the thing is, that's like, um, like a, like an egg before the chicken kind of thing. Right. Um, we right now are only focused on consumers. Um, and the two biggest problems that we've identified is that they don't have enough good information. So where you would Google something and you'd be like, okay, this is what the top results are. But then also SEO is flawed, right? Everyone's playing the angle on that, right? People are trying to show you what they want to show you, not what you really want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is no way for you to see if this is unbiased or like, you know, if this is something that comes from like, you know, a paid partnership with the company or like, you know, a lot of advertisements right now, like think about it. All the consumer companies right now are advocating for like, you know, equal rights and like, you know, good environmental laws and all of those things, right? They, every company that you can Google for will have a sustainability web page that will talk about the things, but this is literally them checking boxes, right? But we are the ones that we're trying to check them in place with the consumers by making sure that this is how they rank within the industry against their other competitors, right? So let's say if you want to go to Nike and these are your values, then you're going to have an original score for Nike on how Nike values your values, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to go see Adidas, for example, or if you want to go see Puma, you have all these different um, bridges that you can cross to make a decision, even if it's a popular retail shop that you want to go and address to, right? Um, and this is where we feel like the normal, the normal consumer, the normal average day, average user can come in and participate and do their part in making sure that you know their values are being represented in the economy. So once like you know we're done with the protests or we're done with the presidential election or we're done with like you know the worst year in like modern human history and like the worst economy and all of these like you know crazy problems we go on and we make sure that every day for a second every single time we buy a coffee a co- we buy a coffee or we buy something online for a second we make sure that we identify that this purchase is actually good and that going forward we would not regret it Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you brought up a good point there. Like the nowadays you see every, every company has their sustainable thing. Even like Exxon Mobil is like, we're going mm-hmm. energy efficient. It's like, okay, bud, sure you are. Um, and same with Nike and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it's nice to, you know, have a little rainbow and sparkles on it. But at the end of the day, is that really making a difference? Like, and, and you know, a lot of people probably like, oh, well, good for them, you know, and not really think twice. So mm-hmm. it is good to have, you know, someone kind of keeping them in check. Um, So kind of walk us through the process of getting Arbor in place and what it's like for the average person who starts using it. Right. So um, right now we've like really rushed through our production process because we wanted to provide consumers with a tool like around holiday season, because this is where like primarily historically um, online shopping is at an all time high. People really like to like find good deals and uh, you know, do what they feel like, you know, would be their yearly shopping. And we just wanted to put out a resource that they can validate their shopping through and make sure that, you know, they do something that 
they are happy with like you know the, these purchases are actually something that align well with what they're trying to be going forward after 2020 um, so we created the Arbor browser extension with a very simple very simplistic message was to a that you choose your values and then then view the products that you're interested in and then you compare it with other companies and see if there are better companies that can offer you the same product or like you know a same service and given that more information is available to you and you have choices available to you, you can make a, a purchase that is fairly better or above average to what you would have done without any of those information. Now, there's another step to it, which we are working really hard to update within a week here. So I'm sure when this comes out that this would also include is that the biggest thing for sustainable for, that stops people from shopping sustainability is the pricing. So a, the information wasn't available. We worked hard on it. Like, you know, we have petabytes of data coming in on all these corporations. Um, and this is where we make a stance on the data and information. The second price is that, you know, let's say that you want to buy sustainable, but they're like producing sustainable and like there's not enough of the supply chain out there, not enough demand out there yet to make it super cheap where it might be expensive for you to buy. And this is where we are offering deals and coupons to better alternatives. So, you know, <clears throat> if you have a company that aligns better with your values, we will try to make sure and find a deal around the internet if it, we can reduce that price or like, you know, that point of sale for you. So it is more affordable to, for you to make that sustainable jump and make a better decision. Um, so yeah, so this is what the browser extension does. It allows you to um, sh showcase the values of the companies that you're shopping at and find better deals at better companies for you at the same time. That's awesome. Um, that, I mean, that's really important too, you know, is just the, the price points too. Mm -hmm. And something to, you know, for honestly, just the average person who's listening and tuning in. Um, one, of course, you know, you want to look at the price when you're buying stuff and you go, you know, just generally speaking, you want to mm -hmm. pay less. Um, I think, you know, it's also just important too to kind of measure, you know, is it worth p paying a couple extra dollars for this product that's way more environmentally friendly and sustainable versus this product that is horrible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that, like that's when we can really use, you know, our dollars for good and going back to that capitalist, you know, society that we live in, it's supply and demand. So if we're demanding mm -hmm. more sustainable products, you know, it's, it becomes more readily available. And just looking at that kind of from a, a bigger picture, um, if we look at solar power and solar technology, 20, 30 years ago, that was just available to the richest of the rich who wanted to spend, you know, spend their money to, for a good cause and they cared about the environment. Mm -hmm. And because of those people were willing to spend a little bit more, it allowed that money to get reinvested into these businesses that care about sustainable technology. And now here we are 20, 30 years later and solar technology is more efficient, you know, than, mm -hmm. than gas and oil and fossil fuels. So um, if you have the ability to make that decision and you can afford to spend a couple extra dollars, that will really pay off down the line. And I think what's great about, you know, what Arbor is doing is it gives you those options and it gives you that choice. Um, so obviously, you know, make the decision that's best for you, but keep that in mind too, that your dollar, your vote counts, you know, 15, 20 years from now, whether it's coffee or, or a, you know, a shirt or shoes or whatever, electronic product that is. Um, so that's really cool. I, I can't wait to get it up and running. And I know uh, you guys have been working super hard these past couple of days and weeks because 
like I said, we're mid, we're mid November. Um, it's mm-hmm. that shopping season. We're all online. We're all getting gifts. We're all sitting down for Thanksgiving and, and black Friday. Um, so you guys kind of have some big things getting launched, you know, within the next couple of days. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, I'm like happy to announce this is like the first time we actually talking to, uh, users directly that the, uh, browser extension, the Arbor browser extension is available to download on the Chrome store and the edge store right now. Um, and then around black Friday, they will have a lot of deals and coupons that they would normally have through other services and other like shopping practices that they normally would do. But for this time, they where our aim is to make, you know, that price point the same as it would for like any other purchase as it would for sustainable companies. So we're working with a lot of uh, sustainable companies, a lot of small scale companies, as well as big companies to find coupons, deals, discounts, anything we can give to reward and incentivize you making that switch to a better life for all of us. That's awesome. So, okay, real quick, let's, I want to make this very easy for everyone who's listening and watching here. So Chrome extension, search Arbor. Search, you just need to go on the Chrome store and search Arbor and it'll be uh, the first result to show up. Awesome. So seriously, after this episode, open up your Chrome, download that today. Um, it's really awesome. Is there any anything else that you know we can do to support Arbor and your vision and anything we can do to you know follow and, and just you know keep keep helping out along the way? Yeah, um, we are in a place where um, us being communaholics actually um, really really empowers what all of us are trying to do here. Um, and you know, it helps us spread the message a lot. Um, you can follow Arbor at your Arbor and on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, you can, uh, also one of the other things that you, we would really appreciate if you could do is would be shared with your friends, because I know this is an awkward topic to talk about a lot of times with your friends when you have difference of values and different of opinions, but this is where we want to bring that conversation to that everyday people, right? We want to bring the average consumer to the conversation and be like, Hey, if you feel like the environment does not need to be on top of your priorities right now, then select product quality or anti-corruption or if you're like, you know, a conservative, for example, or if you care about like the capital market more, think about like, you know, what the business ethics looks like and like things around forensic accounting or how transparent the corporations are. There is something for you in this thing. Just, just try it out. Talk to you about, talk about this with your friends, um, bring more people into the conversation. And I promise you we'll be all, all be better off this way. I love that, man. Seriously, that's that's kind of what going green is all about. It's it's less about you know, liberal, conservative, you know, mm-hmm. what your kind of um, political views are, and and we can all find a way to work together on this. I mean, it's a sustainability. It's a pretty broad topic where whether you want to make more money and you don't care about the environment, or it's all you care about. There's there's kind of something for everyone, and I like mm-hmm. how you've really incorporated that. Um, and also. Check out their website. Um, I loved going on your website, yourarbor.com, because you've got this really cool little pop-up that kind of gives these really fascinating stats that says, since you've been on this page, $100,000 has been spent on, you know, child slavery or something. I I don't want to butcher it, but like, go check out their website. It's really cool. And I'll just kind of look at that and be like, damn, I didn't realize it was that crazy that fast. So that's kind of cool. So yeah. Um, Go in and check them out, support them, like them, 
add that extension. And uh, Abdullah, thank you for taking the time out of your day, you know, to to chat with us and um, to work really hard to to get Arbor going. Honestly, I'm I'm excited to watch it grow and, and the impact it'll have in the future. Thank you so much. And I'm really excited to hear back from the community, from their experience. Um, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn or my email, um, Abdullah at yourarbor.com. I try to respond to as many personal messages as I can. A lot of people have a lot of questions on how we calculate scores and like how we come up with deals and all of those things. And I'm happy to respond as many as, as to as many as I can. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me, Dylan. Thank you again. And uh, to our listeners and viewers, as always, thank you for tuning in. Um, we know there's a lot of media out there that you can consume, so we appreciate your time. Um, our goal, as always, is to bring you, you know, thought leaders, people really making a difference in the renewable energy, clean tech, sustainable space. Uh, we want to thank Abdullah for being here. Thank you for being here. And as always, we'll see you again on the next episode of Going Green. Going Green.